Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Bed knobs and broomsticks, baby! Oh yeah! Fucking bed knobs and motherfucking broomsticks! Hi, everybody! Hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is David Bell. Uh, I'm Tom Ryman. And uh, you know, we just watched bed knobs and broomsticks. Bed knobs and brooms, broom, broomsticks. What do you think? You think the porn version would just be the same title? Probably, yeah. Yeah. It's lovely bobbing along, bobbing along on the bottom of the beautiful briny sea. What if the octopus, the flounder, and the cod think we're rather odd? It's fun to promenade, bobbing along, singing a song on the bottom of the beautiful briny sea. I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like people could. Uh, I, I feel like people are going to know we didn't choose willingly to watch this movie. Someone chose it for us. Yes, yeah. This is this is Thursday, which means that uh, one of our delightful patrons through our Patreon has uh, selected a movie for us to watch. Uh, 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 for we just watched classic, as it were. Yeah. Uh, and that, and that film is the 1971 movie. <laughs> Bed knobs and broomsticks. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Uh, the sick fuck who did this to us. Uh, thank you to Andrew McGuire. Thank, thank you, you very Maguire. much. I don't know why you did this, uh, but you did it. Mm-hmm. And that's you all did that matters. Do it. Yeah, and we thank yeah. you. You've inflicted this upon us. We were just talking before we started recording, but I want to note that this movie is almost two hours there's a cut of it that's over two hours tom you pointed out that a lot of films of this era are that length yeah a lot of the disney movies are like mary poppins um pete's dragon right. uh there's another major one i'm forgetting but um not as not as nice as when like snow white is like and bambi is like barely I think, I think, 70 I think minutes <laughs> yeah i think they're like minus minutes like i yeah. think you get back some of your life watching those uh, yeah, watching Snow this, White's like flying over the uh, the the um, oh fuck, <laughs> it's I like don't flying, know. flying through a new time zone. Yeah, it's like flying on a uh, a bed mm-hmm. with Angela Lansbury. Uh, I did you have you seen this movie before? Not in probably thirty years or more. Um, okay. I I saw this movie a, a couple of times when I was a kid. I don't, um, you know, just because. Your parents kids, show you, you put, every goddamn Disney movie when you're a kid. Yeah, I don't think I saw this, but I could be wrong. <clears throat> I dated someone uh, who loved this movie, and she never showed me it. And I probably would have broke it off if she did. I think no, you, it wasn't. I mean, yeah, you must have known. You must have suspected. Yeah, because no, clearly uh, that relationship has ended. <laughs> How did you like this movie? Um, this movie, first of all, is boring as fuck yeah um, and second of all it like forgets that its main character is a witch after about 20 minutes yeah and then we just never go back to that until the last well, 10 minutes yeah until the end i'm gonna all right 
I, I can't I can't say that I enjoyed this movie uh, for the same reason you just pointed out. I think it's boring as fuck. But in the movie's defense, we are not children in the 70s. No, this is from a different time. Uh, movies were paced differently back then, obviously. Yeah. Um, and we were really into singing and dancing. Right. And if I, and like, what did we uh, what else did we have going on? Were we going to play with like uh, the stick in the hoop? They did that, right? Yeah, I'm uh, sure. Yeah, and like going down to the watering mm-hmm. hole and yeah, you know stabbing each other in the knee. You, you yeah, stabsies. That that was a fun game. That oh was a yeah, game playing stabsies. You just yeah. take turns stabbing each other's knees. So like you know that that's something I'll give this film is Painting that fences with Tom Sawyer. Oh yeah, everybody had a Tom Sawyer that they painted fences with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm sure it was something when it came out. But it also came out after Mary Poppins, uh, so I feel like you know that already happened. Yeah, this is like the cl- better the better one happened. Right? Yes. Yeah. This is clearly them trying to do another Mary Poppins, but change the premise slightly, and it's just yeah. starring uh, the dad from Mister from I mean from uh, Mary Poppins. Yeah, and Angela Lansbury and Angela Lansbury who- as the witch. Let me just get this out at the top of it. Is smoking in this film? <laughs> no, I thought she was smoking. I was like, uh oh. Yeah. I'm learning something about myself. Watching Discov- bed knobs I'm and discovering something about Angela Lansbury. Yeah, she's a she's a smoke show. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, I mean, I uh, think you said it perfectly. Yeah, uh, this uh, this movie immediately caught my attention, Tom. When they have the Disney opening credits, and you know you can picture them, the the like the old timey Disney opening credits where it's like pictures, each like one painted. E- e- yeah, they're over a still image, right? And they whip out a swastika just in the middle of them. It's Nazis on a U boat. Yeah, yeah. It's just, but the, like the first thing you see, at least the first thing right. I saw was swastika, and I was like, oh my goodness. Because I didn't know Nazis were involved in this movie. I had forgotten they were, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, I remembered liking this movie as a kid, uh, and I remember the bed. I remember them going into cartoon lands, but I didn't remember shit about the goddamn Nazis. Right. The land of recycled animation cells, you mean? Uh, yes. Yeah. And those, that... those, those animation cells would be recycled again a few years later for Robin Hood. Oh, this came before Robin Hood. That's wild. Before Robin yeah. Hood, but after Jungle Book. Okay, okay, yeah, because it's clearly... Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, there was an era of Disney's animation be- between the 60s and 70s where it... Man, they just really didn't come up with new character designs. Look, they, they, they just kind of changed them slightly. Animation is hard. And uh, to be sure, honest, yeah. like, look at films like Tron where they're like, we needed to get a lot of animation done. Luckily, we learned that there are factories overseas. And it was like, oh, right. Yes, that's also an option, I guess. Mm. Uh so you know that's fine i guess like to not throw potential human suffering at animation just reuse it i, I mean guess that's i don't know fine. i feel like this movie owes me some suffering yeah that's true um, um because it, i could have done literally anything else with my evening and instead yeah. i'm spending three hours and <laughs> three hours plus on bed knobs and broomsticks oh yeah um well look we have a patron who who forced us to do this we're doing it for we're doing it for them. sure yeah yeah and i and for I, america and for people's entertainment yes and uh, for the for, to a lesser degree for the united kingdom 
Yes, but yes, uh, I was... Uh, <laughs> for England ex- and for St. George, or whatever she says at the end. This is a film where, and again, I don't think this is the worst film ever or anything, but when the credits no. rolled, I went, oh, and got up and immediately shut off my PlayStation and was like, thank Christ. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, this because movie is excruciatingly like, long. This is a This is a morning hangover movie, not a I'm uh, fully awake adult uh in my in my 30s watching a movie in the evening type of movie the interesting thing is this movie begins at a fairly decent clip like a lot of a lot of stuff happens in like the first 15 minutes and then for the next hour and 20 minutes two things happen yes they just sort of uh kind of wander through adventures i guess well that well the the the, the most well, do we talk about what this movie's about? Like, what do we do? Yeah, yeah. I, I say it because I, I have a lot of notes about okay. just and, little and, you things. Know, I, I, there's a, there are a couple of positive things I'm going to say about this movie, just yeah. to get that out. Well, uh, again, get, get, it, if, get out up front. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't think this is a bad film. No, it's not a I bad just don't film. Think... It's, it's, it's punishingly boring, and it does I, it really does Angela Lansbury dirty. Like, it really yes. ruins that character. Yes, but it also, it's more to me that, like, this movie is nonsense. Uh, oh, yeah, there's it's madness. Nonsense. It's a fever it's, dream. It's, like, this yes. doesn't, yeah. This, no so, event like, seems to connect to any other event. <laughs> no, there's a soccer game in it, which I want to talk about a lot. Because that whole, when they go to the Animal Island, nothing makes sense. No, and that, uh, so- that soccer game lasts for about eight minutes. Yes, there's a bunch of scenes, the, um... Oh shit! What's that street named? Oh, Portobello. We're Portobello. gonna talk. A- we're gonna talk about Portobello Road. Yes, the songs in this are baffling because you know how in musicals they spend. They usually like when they have a song, it's to establish like a character, uh, oh, the wants of a character, yeah, a yeah, relationship. To establish a character's wants, uh, move a relationship. The songs tend to either they don't actually they usually don't advance the plot. They usually no. just sort of. A, they they establish a character's motivation so yeah but in this there's the uh you're at an age of not believing song mm-hmm. which doesn't play into that character for the rest of the film no it doesn't we sort matter. of we, we as soon as they let me tell you what happened <laughs> like okay let's 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 kind of start from hold on can i just name the songs real quick yes because there's also be my magic assistant song again uh-huh. doesn't play into the movie uh, well, it's, so- it's, it seems to establish his character, and then it absolutely doesn't. Right, right. Uh, there's a song. Uh, what, what's the other song? Portobello there's a, Road. Por- We're on a road song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember the rest. I think I blacked out after uh, that. The, the, the dancing at the bottom of the briny, shiny sea or whatever. Oh, yeah. There's the We're Drifting Through the Ocean song. Yeah, there's that That's song. That's probably the most relevant song because but even it's not because i was gonna say i mean there is at least one other cartoon that has a song about being under the sea but that it kind of matters in the little mermaid as opposed to this one where it's a song it's 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 sebastian's plea to ariel exactly and this it's just we're we're in the we're in the ocean now we're in the ocean a lot of these songs are like we're here now yeah uh they're all about like very mundane thing all right Let's All right, so about- th- this is the fundamental problem of the movie. Um, and there's there's a very clear line when it happens. <laughs> yeah. So the movie begins, it takes place in 1940 in, I think, Wales. 
the town of matte painting. Yeah, the town of matte painting. Um, it's a nice matte painting, but it's, it's a nice matte painting. It has too many E's. Yeah, because it's all that's British true. and shit. That's true. Um, but it's 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 it, these three kids are sent to the countryside basically to live until the war ends because London's getting its asshole bombed off. I assume their parents are dead. Oh, most probably, yeah. Yeah, these they never, three kids. I don't think they ever directly say it, but they yeah, do. <laughs> they got like heavy, rude British. They sound like the Sex Pistols. These kids. The, the oldest kid is like a street punk. Yeah. Like, he immediately, as soon as he figures out Angela Lansbury's a witch, he's trying to run a grift on her. Oh, yeah. They try to blackmail the witch. Yeah. Not a good idea this, like, if you're a child. Got this cockney-ass voice. Yeah. He's like, well, you're going to tell us you're a witch, or you're going to start making things good around here. Yeah, exactly. Or else we go tell people in town you're a witch. Flawless. Flawless yeah, that's, that's what impression. the kids sound like. Um, so they go to this orphanage. Um Angela Lansbury shows up to pick up some packages from the store a and a broom. Yeah, it's it's clearly a broom. And then like the 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 lady running the orphanage just kind of forces these three kids on her. Yeah, and the priest and like if they knew she was a bride of Satan, they, I feel like they would think differently, but they don't. Boy, that man, they <laughs> uh screen legend Roddy McDowell is the third build actor in this movie. He plays the priest. <laughs> Right. The priest is in two scenes. Yes. And in uh, one scene, he doesn't say anything. <laughs> he just gets befuddled, jumps on his bike, and rides away. Well, because he saw uh, dark magic. He did see black magic, yeah. Yeah. But that, like, and he should have he come back with a bunch of townsfolk with torches and pitchforks. Right. One assumes he would come back, uh, you know, with, like, uh, wooden stakes and do some of that vampire hunter stuff. You do, you do some of the Fright Night stuff. Yeah, do some of that that Peter Vincent shit. Yeah, do that Peter Vincent shit. Yeah. Uh, no, I, instead, I think he was, like, his, his, his mind and his faith were so shattered that he just went back to the chapel and hung himself in the belfry. Yeah, probably. I mean, most likely. Yeah. His shit dribbling down on the parishioners. Oh, yeah. They moved his body aside when they go there later. Mm-hmm. They just cut him down. Yeah. Um, but yeah so she takes these kids in uh they figure out she's a witch because they see her riding her broom at night um and then they try to hustle her uh and then they just make a deal where she's like well you want to they they make they decide they want to stay with her because she's not an evil witch they continue to consort in the dark arts we, yes all right, she might not be quote unquote evil first of all again you're really rolling the dice as a kid hanging out with a witch trying because to hustle tradi- a witch yeah because traditionally Kids and witches do not mix. Well. No, yeah. Traditionally, three kids, three plucky children finding their way to a witch's house in the middle of the countryside. Uh, not right. No. <laughs> yeah. That is a um, danger zone. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, she rides the broom, uh, which uh, doesn't go well. She, like, fucking almost dies. Yeah, she crashes and breaks the broom. Yeah. Um, she turns the bed into a magical flying machine yeah. uh, to, to delight the children, to win the children over Which, because they keep, they keep basically saying like, bullshit, you can't do magic. Um, anyway, I'm just, this, this is just, it's establishing the kids relationship with, with Angela Lansbury, uh, up yeah. top. They're going to fly to London cause she has to, she gets word that her professor at Hogwarts, 
um, yes, has run out of has is not going to be able to deliver the last spell that she needs because uh, the bombing in London has made him have to close down the university. So she uh, has the kids take her in the bed to London to meet this guy, Mister Brown, via um, the via the ending to two thousand one. You know, they travel through Hell Realm. They go yes. through the un- they go through the Underverse. It is absolutely. They come uh, out the other side terrifying. with spirits attached to them. Yeah, it's literally like, <laughs> imagine the like the ending of two thousand one where the colors are yeah. reversed and shit. That's yeah. what this is. It's wild. No, yeah, they they pop out of that out of that wormhole in London with demons on their backs. Like uh-huh. that's you you just you got a demon now just for the rest of your life. Oh yeah. Kids. Um. So up until this point, they've had one song, which is Angela Lansbury singing to the the grifter kid about how he's at the age of not believing and that all he needs to do is just believe again. And then they take off on their magic bed. Right. Um, Cause the cat scares him. Right. And they meet this guy, Mr. Brown, who's supposed to be her professor, but he's actually just a close up magician. Who yeah. Was just he's sending her random pages from a spell book. He didn't even realize was real. He's a grifter, close up magician who I'm going to go ahead and say probably also a pick us. Yeah, pickup artist. Oh yeah, right. No, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, it's multi-level witch marketing is what he's doing basically. It's, yeah, he has set up a pyramid scheme, uh, just ripping pages out of this book. Uh, we find out he's he's been squatting in a mansion. That um, was my favorite part because there's yeah. the unexploded bomb. The unexploded and he's bomb, like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I thought that was actually a really good way of summing up a character. Right, uh, but they sort of abandon it after in a second. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But like that's a it was a great idea. It's like he moved into an area that nobody wants to be at. Everybody left because there's an unexploded bomb. So he's like, I get to live like a king now. And it was like, oh, what a delightful grifter thing to do. Yeah. Um. So they go they go into the mansion. She finds the book of spells that he's been sending her, and it turns out that it's actually this real famous book. Right. The, the book of Astaroth or whatever. Um, I mean, yeah. But it's been ripped in half. Um, and this is where he sings the, we could make a killing if you were my assistant. Like, I, I'm a close-up magician, but if, you, if I had an actual magic assistant, then we could be a wild success. So up until this point, they've established that the oldest kid doesn't really believe in magic and he's kind of a sourpuss and they've established that this Mr. Brown guy is a grifter. Like he's, you know, he's, 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 he is adjacent to, well, he's, he's, he's supposed to be the Dick Van Dyke character from Mary Poppins. Although yes. that guy's, not, he's not a grifter. He's just, you know, kind of a street guy. He's a, he's a scamp. He, yeah. He's a scamp. He's a little exactly. scamp. He's a scamp. And like they, there's definitely, they, it's very clear that they wanted to fill in that role where it's like a, will they, won't they, uh, yeah. and uh, like with the olds, you know, the, maybe the olds will fuck. Yeah. We hope and the olds like, will, 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 will smash pelvises. Yeah. And, uh, and like the, the, the kids without parents learning about magic, mm-hmm. it's all, it's all put in a place and you're right. They set up like the boy is almost like him, the adult, the grifter, mm-hmm. uh, where they're like both disbelieving again, a song about it, everything. Mm-hmm. He also doesn't believe, although that she does her, her, the witch assaults him with her slave children and then turns him into a rabbit. So he does at this point know that she is dangerous. Right. But then he just uses that to like, you should be my assistant. Yes. And yes. the reason, okay. The reason I laboriously explained the plot up to this point is that from this moment on the movie throws all of that away and yes. does something else entirely. <laughs> It, okay, the most it sets up early on 
is by the way no one in this everybody in this film is either 10 or over 40 <laughs> right uh, to the point that the army are all extremely old and i think they they actually technically have the first song the old man army yeah and they say something about do they imply that they're just like elderly people in the town it's, it's kind of the town right it's kind of a militia um and i think because there's like there's like two actual british army officers there and everybody else is just like volunteer militia and i think okay. it's because they're out in the country it's not like a strategic site right they're the, all the, old right yeah it's just the nazis aren't likely to show up there so let's just have a battalion of 65 year old men right, <laughs> right. Just in no, case. yeah i mean one of them not, literally has a pitchfork yeah, they're not they're not good sixty five. They're not on no, the good side. No, this is a hard 65. living sixty five. This is yeah. this is sixty five in nineteen seventy one, where you looked like you yeah. were ninety eight. And spoilers, our Dick Van Dyke goes to join them at the end. And I guess we'll go more into that, but that really confused me. Nothing. That, uh, nothing after this point makes any kind of narrative sense. No, because what what happens is a series of sketches almost, yes. where they go to places they spend. I don't know, 20 minutes finding a book. Uh, um, and most was, of that 20 minutes is a dance number. Right. It's un, it's it's just unrelated people dancing. Like he, he takes her to this... this uh, Portobello Road. Portobello Road, uh, which is like, I don't know. It's like the... Um, it's where you can do a lot of book crime. Well, yeah. It's for all those book criminals. Well, it's it's for it's for where you buy like stolen shit and and uh, contraband shit, <laughs> that, and, ki- that kind of thing, and see a bunch of people of different ethnicities and sometimes pretending to be different ethnicities oh, dance yeah. and sing. They did not get actual Sikh men to do no, that. There dance. is some they rough were slashed yeah. in br- in brown face. It was not good. Yeah, they they got I, <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, it, uh, I was almost stunned that they got actual black people for the uh the yes. the, the, the Trinidad soldiers yes. playing playing the steel drums. Yes. Um yeah, yeah. So this this <laughs> this, this Portobello Road thing is just basically Mr. Brown's take them to the the shady side of town where they can find stolen shit and hopefully find the other half of this book and it becomes this like at least 20 minutes and i'm we're not exaggerating yeah of him singing this song and then they'll pause the song for a big dance number he'll resume the song then they'll pause it again for another big dance number there's like four or five separate dance numbers yeah they keep stopping and starting the song to just focus on none of our characters are in these sequences (laughs) no it felt like it was like 40 minutes it was probably like 10 it's got to be at least 10 minutes yeah where they're just dancing they're and just like you singing said, it's like watching a parade. Dancing. It's like yeah. watching a parade. Yeah. And uh, nobody involved. Yeah. I have a theory, by the way. What if we're wrong and this witch did what witches do to children and the, they're dead kids? They're dead. Uh, she's get on the bed uh, and then she strangles them both or puts them in like a trance. And that's what we're seeing for the rest of the no, movie. No, yeah, no, they're, they're they're hanging up, they're hanging up in the rafters and spider webs, and she's slowly draining their blood. Yes, yes, that makes the most but, sense. But she's trapped them in this in this magic matrix, magical the matrix, where they get right. to go to like Cartoon Island. Yes, and and dance with people on, on Portobello Road. So they meet like the artful Dodger. Yeah. They meet like uh, the book criminals. They're yeah, doing the, book crimes. The book criminals. 
the guy whips out a knife and he's like, Dah. yeah, he wants to stab the, them over the, this magic book. The bookmaster needs to see you. What is the guy's name? He calls him the book something. The bookmaster. You got it right. Oh my god. The bookmaster. <laughs> I pulled that right out of my ass. And it turns He's out the like... bookmaster has also been researching um, the the magic of Astaroth uh, for right. like his entire fucking life. And he's he's also a thousand years old. Yeah. Um, also, before yeah. we go further, just big props to the, the back alley art dealer who threatens to hit a passing child for no reason. Yeah. Sorry. Just got a shout out for that guy. Get the anyway. hell away from my fake art. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, <laughs> get away from my forgeries. Yeah, my Rembrandt forgery. Yeah. I'm gonna hit your child. I'm gonna yeah. punch your child. I mean, the other guy was gonna stab them. Yeah, that's true. But they have—they're gonna stab him for a reason. He looks like he looks like Vincent Price's cousin or something. This guy. He really and does. Yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, they they take the kids at knife point. Now at this point, Angela Lansbury can turn anybody into a rabbit. And that doesn't come from up this, a lot. From this point on, Angela Lansbury does not do a single goddamn bit of magic. Yes. Uh, they, she, they, as soon, my, the point I wanted to make with, with how abrupt... One point I wanted to make, major point I wanted to make, with how completely this movie shifts gears as soon as they get to Portobello Road, is that uh, Angela Lansbury doesn't do anything but watch for the rest of the movie as Mr. Brown solves every single one of their problems. Yes, you're right. They really did do her dirty. It's fucking wild. It's like, she's a witch. Like, you spent the- Until the end. Yeah, until the until the very end. Until but she like, defeats the Nazis. Yeah, but, but like, like for the entire that. movie, like they set up, she's an apprentice witch. She has all these spells. She has a whole basement full of ingredients and shit. She turns the the uh, uh, bed into a fucking hell rift time machine, and then she just doesn't do anything for the rest of the movie. It's like they forgot she was a witch. Yeah, it's um, wild. It's very frustrating. Uh, how do they? Okay. How and why do they go to the Cartoon Island? Well, the little kid has a storybook he took. Um, and when they're talking to the bookmaster, he mentions like Astaroth uh, took a bunch of animals. And it, basically, Astaroth made the island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. He used his magic to make the animals more human. And they were wearing clothes and stuff. And they had a society. And they turned against him and killed him. Oh, my God. Um, and the kid has a storybook about it. So he knows that the island, it's like bamboo or some shit yeah um, who wrote that fucking storybook good god satan obviously You're right it's satan astaroth work here. reached out from his chained pit in hell and yeah. wrote that children's book yeah you're right um uh, that's a so, really dark story for what the island is yeah the, the, the island is just madness so the but fact yeah, so that they, they're they, cartoon they, they, characters isn't part of the story only barely what the the thinnest of explanation which i don't even think they give until after they come back okay um after they come back when when mr brown whips out the the amulet and it, it's it just kind of turns into pixie dust and angela lansbury's like oh that's right i should have known that we can't take objects from another from one world into another world i was like okay so we were uh... in a different world yeah because what i heard is that a warlock wrote the book uh with satan uh yeah that he went to an island to fuck animals mm-hmm. to be on his own mm-hmm. uh and he apparently made it a cartoon island and so he had a magical amulet that is does stuff for it him? has it has the words of one spell on it got it got it 
which is the spell that turns inanimate objects uh, into animate objects at the end of the movie. There was this point where I thought I was going to have an aneurysm uh, (laughs) where, where I was like, wait, so we're playing soccer to steal a warlock's amulet off a tiger king? Is that what's happening? Off of a pirate lion. Pirate lion. He yes. Why did he sound like a lion? I don't know. Why did he sound like a pirate? Why was he a pirate? Nobody Every, else was a pirate. Nobody else. Every he's not. Single, he's not dressed like a pirate. He just talks like one. Yes. He's and dressed I, like a king. He's dressed like a king. He's a he's a lion wearing a robe and a crown. And for some reason, he's our matey. Yeah. Not exaggerating. He says our matey yes, all of pirate. the time. He's a From, fucking lion pirate. The moment they get fished out of the water by that fucking bear, every yeah. character on this island is unhinged. <laughs> every character is like you don't know if they, they could at any point strangle you from behind. No, for you 100%. Don't this bear character feels like the kind of dude that he's like a guy that goes fishing by himself and like has dumped one or two high schoolers into the reservoir. A hundred percent. Like he is, he is, he has strangled some teenager right. to death. And his, his defense was, I just wanted them to stop screaming. I just wanted them to stop. They wouldn't stop screaming. Yeah. Like that's, that's what it would be is hundred like, percent. Oh, no, yeah. sh- and then smothers them to death. He, he has, he has of mice and men to some kids. Yes. A hundred. Yes. Um, absolutely. Uh, so they go, they take the, they take the bed, all right, and they leave behind the book criminals, and we never see them again. Nope. They don't matter. Nope. I thought when they introduced them, I was like, oh, here's our villains of the movie. Right. Clearly, out- this, this old fucker and his, his, his Vincent Price cosplaying at a, at, a, at a steampunk convention sidekick, um, clearly- <laughs> they're going to be the bad guys because he's like, oh, yes, I've also been studying magic my whole life. Right. And it's like, he seems like he's going to be the foil to Angela Lansbury. But no, we forget about him and we also forget that Angela Lansbury does magic for the next right. hour and a half. The villains is just coincidental Nazis who, I don't want to skip ahead, appear to be just breaking into her house. I think it's because her house is by the bluffs and that's where they showed up. Sure. That's like where they landed. Right. They're, they're, um, they're like doing a secret invasion of this town because say, it is it is not fortified. Yeah, and they say like so we can prove that we can, so we can strike fear into your hearts. Of the, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't. It doesn't matter. I don't know. It's some eagle has landed bullshit. Yeah. So they so they meet the the king, the pirate lion king, mm-hmm. who is just the 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 king from Robin Hood, I believe. Essentially, he's Prince John. Only yeah. Uh, slightly different but it's the same character model pretty much yeah he screams so hard that he causes many like hurricanes um, yeah he's like storm yeah there's a and then apparently according to his assistant i wrote down the quote because it was hilarious uh as everyone knows his majesty is a world famous soccer player and i was like wait what <laughs> and this is where things get really fucking weird <laughs> uh because it's a magical land right Mm -hmm. and uh, i it's it's like the king you know yeah he's blowing like trash out of his tent yeah um they oh also they set up that there are no people allowed right yes so i was like ooh, okay that's a thing huh they're gonna dress up like animals and pretend to know the king 
and the king and like when you think like a king and contest you think like joust you know Mm -hmm. uh he's in like an old-timey tent no they play soccer and the king completely forgets that there was like because they say no people allowed by order of the king that never matters no and it actually says peopling and i want to talk about that for just one second (laughs) They're all pe- kind of peopling, aren't they? Well, peopling means to populate. Oh, you're right. So, so no that, fucking. So, I was going to say, so does that sign mean no fucking? Well, <laughs> we know what happened to them and their cruel master who was clearly fucking the animals. Right, yeah. He, know, so, he, went, he created his own alternate universe so he could go to an island full of animals and, you know, get, get his dick sucked by a rhino. Who doesn't yeah, want that? Exactly. That was, the, so, that was the end goal of all of his cosmic meddling. Yeah. so probably the answer is probably yeah but they they set it up because he the bear is like oh he won't like this because they're people mm-hmm. uh he it never comes up no <laughs> it not never really. comes up they set it up like oh no there's people we the fish they meet the fish when they're just drifting through the ocean yeah. which they could be going anywhere they're very calm for just drifting underwater for like five minutes mm-hmm. uh but the fish is like you better not go up there Everybody's like, oh, no, the king's not going to like this. They have a great time with the king. Right. The only person who doesn't seem to care is the king. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody's like, no people. Like, and oh, then, no, you're gonna, the king's not going to like this. And the king's like fine with them. Right. The, uh, the Vic, Dick Van Dyke is like, we don't see the king for a while. They're outside. We're th- uh, you're thinking like, oh, no, what's going to happen? Dick Van Dyke's just like, let me talk to him and goes in. It's fine. The king comes out and he's like, I like this guy. Yeah. He's going to be my ref for soccer because apparently they couldn't find a ref. That's for all, their all they say is like, due to some technicality, the soccer championship can't be played today and the king is most put out. And that's all they ever explain. So apparently the technicality is either that they couldn't the, find a ref. The referee has been killed. They can't find a replacement or nobody there knows the rules of, of soccer. All right. three of those possibilities are pro- all three of those are possibilities. Yeah, but all three are batshit. Yeah, none of them make sense. So it's like it's like a fever dream. It's like what would happen in the brains of a dying child mm-hmm. in a spider web. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, so then we have the soccer scene, and it's just the ball going back and forth of them running over our Dick Van Dyke, uh, potentially killing him. Uh, he 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 pickpockets the amulet and they leave uh the 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 tiger the lion he finds out the last minute but she turns him into a bunny and that's that Mm -hmm. and at no point does it matter that there was big signs and everybody was like don't go up there they don't like people well here's here's the other he says he says one racist thing against people at the end yeah that's true he says like uh oh they're they're good i wouldn't want them living here and it was like it's oh fine, are fine for a visit but wouldn't want them to be living here yeah so i guess he is people racist but he's just again they never fucking long john silver is yeah the king. with his satan emblem that was oh hell yeah that's 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 the that's the that's the fucking goat that's the goat right. pentagram also uh, at this point in the movie uh sorry at this point in the movie, I just want to say I got I started getting very worried that we weren't going to see Nazis, and they just had Nazis at the credits for no reason because <laughs> that was possible. It was entirely possible. Yeah. Um, they get back to 
this is the this is the even bigger kick in the balls. Okay, wait, are you leaving the island? Yes, we're leaving the island. I have one more thing to say. Sure. It's pretty fucked up that they're people racist. Uh, Dick Van Dyke uh, assures them that they're cool. They let their guard down, and then the people steal from them. Mm-hmm. What do you think he's going to do next time people show up? Yeah. He just he just reinforced also, his people he, racism. It, yeah, he, he did it like kind of twofold because when he when he steals the amulet um he basically lifts it off of him and replaces it with his referee whistle and he says this is a quote from the movie he asked the king have you ever heard of the gypsy lift yes which not cool man yeah so first of all that's not that's racist i mean there's some (laughs) there's a lot of 70s racism in this which but like to 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 add on to your to piggyback on your point, it's like the next time people are going to show up, the king's going to be like, "Are they gypsies?" Like oh God, he's going to have right. a blood vendetta against you know, right. quote unquote, gypsies. He, he really honed in the cartoon lions' yeah, he, racism. He really aimed people. his racism towards a specific group of people. Excellent. Yeah. Um. Okay, so they get back from the island, uh, back into. Uh, Angela Lansbury's house um, and then Mr. Brown our Dick Van Dyke proxy tries to take out the amulet and it's disappeared and she's like oh well you know it's we can't take items between worlds there has to be some other way and the little the littlest boy is like I remember the words and you were like how do you know the words because like, it's what he in my storybook and it turns out that it, it's been this looked like a, a massive illustration of the amulet in the back of his of his little book and it's been there the entire time so they just read it from that picture and I cast a spell. I would slap that kid in the back of his head so hard. I want to slap the filmmakers in the face as hard yeah. as I can, because it means the whole trip to the island was fucking pointless. Well, everything was pointless. Yeah, Every that's true. Fucking the thing trip was to pointless. Portobello Road was pointless because he already yeah. had the fucking amulet in his book. In his storybook. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, so everything we just saw was for nothing. In this two hour movie, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, never mind. None of that mattered. None of that needed to happen. Also, what is she trying to do? Just make she's trying a to, final spell? She's trying to... The, it's this final spell which brings inanimate objects to life. Right. And she also... She wants, she wants to use that to help the war effort. Right. She says that early on. I want to mm-hmm. help the war effort. Yeah. Um, I, I Just throwing this out there. You can turn people into rabbits. Just help the war effort that way. Turn Hitler into a rabbit. Man, it feels like it would take a while. Yeah, like but, one at one at a time, turning turning Nazis into rabbits one at a time. But making inanimate objects move isn't that impressive either. I mean, like she makes an army of like five hundred out of right. suits suits of armor, and it's it's basically she makes an army of the dead. That's <laughs> what she makes. They're ghosts. Yes, it's uh, in suits of armor to horrifying uh, to I'm fight saying, the Nazis. You send her at Hitler, she turns Hitler into a rabbit. You got you got Hitler rabbit stew right there. That's true, and then and then that's like true. it doesn't end end the war, but like that's the help she could do the top generals and shit, you know, like I'm just saying that like I get it, she wants to have a full uh, inventory of options, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, so whatever, it's fine. Uh, yeah, so she makes things. There's a uh, there's like a clothing riot. 
Yeah, when she first does the spell as a clothing riot where everything in her wardrobe kicks the mighty fuck out of her, the kids, Mr. Brown, just beats their assholes open. Well, because she's given them life and they're angry and confused. Yeah, they're furious. Yeah, they don't understand what what being is. They don't understand what to be means. Right. So uh, they're, just, they're, they're just lashing out at their mindless fury. Right. They have dinner. Uh, Dick, Dick Van Dyke hits the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then suddenly there's a romantic subplot there. Yeah, all of a sudden they're like, "Aren't you going to stay and be our dad?" And we're and everyone watching the movie is like, "What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, where did what? that come from?" If I was him, I'd be like, "Oh my god, no, oh, hell gonna, no, no, Jesus." Uh, he goes to sleep at the train station and has a. Uh, I have a feeling a, he is used to that. Yes. <laughs> this this man is used to having to sleep outside when when his when his grips abruptly fall apart. Yes, <laughs> he has uh, to he, hit the road. <laughs> he has he has a I think romantic vision. Yeah, of Angela Lansbury as a s- circus high wire performer. No, his his uh his sexy assistant, his sexy magician's oh, assistant. Oh, I that's was what like, what yeah. am I seeing? There? Yeah, yeah, that's it, it's the same. It's the same woman on the poster he showed her earlier. Or but with rather, Angela Lan- Lansbury. Right, it's the same outfit. She, it's what Angela right. Lansbury is wearing. It. it is, at this point, probably the 15th point in the film with that like uh, reaffirmed that she's a smoke show for me. Sure. Like, it, it, I'd already concluded that, you know, by the broom sequence, I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, like, at this point, it was, like, confirmed. Uh, yeah, okay, that makes a lot more sense, because, again, I thought I was having an aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so then he's like, you know what, I will go back and be those kids' dad. Yeah. Um, no, he sees the Nazis, right? Yeah, the, yeah, he sees the Nazis. Right. And, and he's he, like, um, I have to get back to Angela Lansbury's house, the, the witch, and save her from these Nazis. Right. And yeah. he does, because... Yeah. She's she, useless. Yeah, she's useless. She can't remember her spells. Yeah. Because she's a she's a woman. Yeah. They do a couple of that. There's a part where he's like, damn women and their filing skills. Right, yeah. And I was like, that's weird. Like that like uh, first of all, pe- people skill, you know, we know. We know that people have various skills that aren't based on their genders, but in the 70s uh, stereotypically, filing skills was something a woman would have, right? Yes. Yes. So it's weird that they picked that out. It's, it's like, like ah, it's you know like, how women can't file stuff. It's, it's like, like wrong I sexism. It, <laughs> yeah, I thought your sexism went the other way. Yeah, like, like none of it's none of it's right. But like, be, it's it weird. Would be, that, it would be like, yeah, it would be like if he was like, God damn, women being excellent drivers, because that's like right. the reverse of, of what the sexism is. Yeah, like if Don Draper is watching this movie. He'd be like, that doesn't make sense because he's got the Don Draper mentality. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's all of it's wrong. It's just it was wrong in a very specific way. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. He has to do everything for her. Uh, he turns himself into a rabbit, which confused me because that seemed to make the problem worse. Like a bunch of Nazis are breaking through the door. I guess they were them just into the rabbit. Right. Well, they probably would have shot him in the face because the the, right. the, ra- the rabbit spell only works on one person at a time, and it takes like Got a couple it. of seconds to say it. Yeah, I guess that's true. So um, like he he'd, he'd get through he'd get through one and a half words, and then he'd be shot, and then he'd just be on the ground, and they'd be stabbing him with their bayonets. That's true. But they're gonna step on that rabbit. Luckily, he gets away. 
Uh, and they catch him in the act, which I thought was funny. Yeah, um, kind of. They catch yeah. like the very end of the transformation. So I think they're just bewildered. Yeah. Also, I just have a note about this guy and his rabbit stuff. Because yep. this motherfucker turns into a rabbit a few times, right? Mm-hmm. And there is nothing in this film more disturbing to me, more unsettling, than the image of him when he turns back into a human. Uh, and he's they, like doing his little nose wiggle. He's crouched on the ground like he's taking a shit. Oh, yeah. And he's often staring that's, that's, directly that's a, that's a, that's at the camera. That's a prime shit-taking pose. Yeah, he's often staring directly at the camera, and he's wiggling his nose and showing his teeth. And, like, if you saw that in an alleyway, it would change your life. Yes, It's yeah. the scariest thing I've seen in a movie in a long time. Uh, but whatever. I mean, he's being a rabbit. I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Nazis invade her house and only her house. They need to bring the kids somewhere, so they take them like a mile down the road to the church. Yeah, back to where like where the orphan orphanage yeah, where lady the, was. Where the priest is hanging, yeah. Yeah, where the priest's lifeless body is, is swaying slightly. Right. And then this is something I didn't understand, Tom. She's like, I have the spell to bring inanimate objects to life and they're like but she's like, But I have no tools. And then they say, like, what about all the knights in armor? And she says, like, nah. But then she does that, right? Mm-hmm. What changed her, what changed her mind? I don't remember. Okay, neither do I. It was a weird beat. Yeah, like 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 Mr. Brown comes in as a bunny and for some reason that gives her the strength she needs. I don't remember. Yeah, she's like now that there's a man here, uh yeah. thank God I can have confidence. So she creates an army that does they're made out of knights uniforms. Mm-hmm. They attack yeah. the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> Night clothes. The town remains asleep. Pretty much. Yeah, until until the Nazis like, start shooting at the ghosts, and then it's, oh yeah, and then yeah. everybody's awake. And then it's the same bit where they take off a piece of their armor, they dump out the bullets, and they mm-hmm. continue. They do that like six times. Yeah, they do a couple uh, of things. Or one guy throws a grenade, and it, the the armor just comes back together. It's basically they're they're taunting the Germans by showing them that they cannot be destroyed and that their demise is inevitable. Right, and, and then they're they gonna, kill they're all gonna, the Germans. They're going to drag their souls to hell with them. Forgot to note the part where there's the old army man on the beach, and I assume he gets his throat slit, It's right? this movie's only murder, yeah. Yeah. They grab him, this old bastard. Yeah, eating, part his, of the, eating his fucking beans. Yeah, just thinking about how he wasted his life. Yeah. And they, they, he gets grabbed from behind. We don't see what happens to him, but I assume it's a knife in the gut or I the mean, throat. I mean, the Nazis wouldn't not stab that guy. Yeah, they're Nazis. Yeah, they're Nazis. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she drives, she uses the ghosts to drive the Nazis back into the sea. Yeah. Well, not before they blow up her house while she's flying and she rags dolls into a bush. <laughs> she sure does. She turns into a full on Monty Python dummy. It's yeah, fucking Angel, funny as hell. Angel Lansbury flies like 30 feet in this movie <laughs> <laughs> because of an explosion. Yeah. That they, was... they just, they blow up like a ca- uh, cache of munitions <laughs> like right next to her house yeah. and it just, it takes out her entire witch laboratory. I exclaimed. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> She went fucking flying. Dummy goes flipping through the air. (laughs) It was incredible. Best part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, then the Nazis leave. And then Dick Van Dyke leaves to the old person army. Yeah, he goes and joins the army, but not before 
Angela Lansbury is just like, I'm not going to be a witch anymore. All of my stuff blew up anyway. I was never meant to be a witch. And it's just like, what fucking horseshit is this? Right. Satan just helped you defeat the Nazis and you're going to turn your no, back you on No, you are Satan? his bride now. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the deal. Yeah. You, the seal has been broken. Yeah. There's no going back. <laughs> the pact is made, Angela yeah. Lansbury. You wanted to live deliciously. Yeah. Could this be, does the timeline add up that she can be the same girl in The Witch? Uh, no. Damn it. Not unless she lived deliciously for 260 years. She might have. She might have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, uh, what a fucking ending. None of that makes sense. I don't know why he decided to enter old person army, and I don't know why she quit being a witch. Yep. It's real stupid. Nothing in the film (laughs) sets up either of those conclusions. Everything after the first 20 minutes is just like shitting in the breeze, man. It's just, (laughs) everything's going every place. It's a big mess. Nobody knows what's going on. It's pure chaos. It's absolute chaos. And then at the end, nobody's happy. Yep. It's remarkable. Yeah. Uh, And the last shot is them marching off. And I was just like, what the fuck? Marching off to castle matte painting. Yes. To Uh, fight the Nazis. I guess. (laughs) He's so old. And there's 10 of them. Yeah. And they're all so old. Half of you guys have have gardening tools. They have fucking machine guns. And like, does Angela Lansbury think she won the war just then? No, she she does say... say as she's giving up Hogwarts forever, which is such fucking horseshit. Anyway, uh, she's just like, well, I'm, I, the, the reward is at least I know that I got to help in some small way. So she knows so, that all she really uh, did was repel this one, uh, thwart this one mission. Is the idea she's like, look, women should be raising kids, not fighting y- yes. wars. She gets, she's uh, going to raise those three kids in her bombed yeah. out house. I could end the war in a blink of the eye, but I'm just going to raise these kids and let the men fight. The decrepit old the men. Home. Yeah. Like he doesn't even have a again, weapon. He goes off to war with a bag. Yeah. Like, again, she is fit. She could kill Hitler with her legs, like in Goldeneye. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But she she's going to stay home. She is their biggest <laughs> asset. She could, she could assassinate Hitler with sexual adventurism. Yeah. But, like, the witchcraft, she is... The big like all they can't they just go to the army and be like this lady is a witch give her anything she needs and she'll end the war. They like, could. She can, she can make tanks float in the air like Magneto. And she just can make fly. the tanks run on their own. Yeah. Yeah. She could. She could single handedly. She'd be like Doctor Manhattan. Uh, she could. She could take all of the art, which is what I thought this was going. She could take all of the army's equipment, their guns, their, their tanks yeah. and just make them march on their own without risking anybody's lives. Right. When does this take place? 1940. Okay. So when did we learn what the Nazis were up to? Like the, the, the camps that was a little later, right? That was, I don't know. History. Mm, that was, yeah. I, I mean, I don't people, want to make this dark, but there's a lot at stake is my point. Well, also the war doesn't end for four more years, I think for right. four or five more years, five more years. Okay. Yeah. So it's so like, she let it's the like, war I know I can help in some small way. You didn't help at all. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps going for a long, for time. a long time. And a lot of people died. Yeah. God damn. Mm-hmm. Is that what Satan was up to? Was Satan like actually trying to. I, I I don't know. I don't know Probably. what Satan's stance on Nazis are. I can't I, know I can't know his heart. Yeah. I it's my god. This is it's just 
So it's a fucking movie. I said at the top that I was going to say some good things about it. So far, I haven't. <laughs> I have good, some good things to say. The good too. thing I will say about it is this movie won an, uh, an award for visual effects, and it deserves the, it. Yes, the effects are amazing. The, effects the are clothing, cool. the clothing stuff. There were a few shots where I'm like, I'm not sure how they did that. Yeah, in yeah. the seventies. And even uh, some of this, even some of the stuff like with the suits of armor and stuff, where I, I, yeah. I did know how they were doing it. It was still very impressive. Yeah, it's great looking. This yeah. film looks great. It looks great. Yeah, I can. I totally understand why I liked it as a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. What other nice things do you have to say? That's it. Okay, I have that. And Angela <laughs> Lansbury is a smoke show. <laughs> She's killing it in this movie. They just don't give her enough to do. She gets it's, benched for an hour and a half. Yeah, the writing's bad. The performances yeah. are fine. But yeah, the like, performances are fine. Like, I mean, it's not like Angela Lansbury is, 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 I mean, she's great. She's Angela Lansbury. And Mr. Brown is perfectly charming. It's not his fault that they fucking wrote her out of the movie to benefit his character. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the kids are great, especially the older kid who's just like, like six years from now, he's going to be slipping a knife between somebody's ribs. Oh yeah, like not yeah yeah. No, he's going to be robbing motherfuckers. And, yeah, yeah, he's going to be They're robbing people the, in Whitechapel. I mean, all these kids are going to grow up with the vague memory of witchcraft, but not have not will have been like conscious enough to retain those memories. Assuming they're not being cocooned by a spider. That's the that's the, the possibility. Yeah. Yeah. This film is fucking batshit. I think you didn't. You saw it as a kid, but you didn't grow up with it. I think there are going to be listeners who have fond thoughts about this film, right? I'm sure, yeah. And I think that has to do with growing up with this film, not mm-hmm. just watching it as a kid, but growing up with the film. Yes, yeah, that's that's uh, a big difference. It's like growing up in a cult. Like it indoctrinates you. You slowly. Mm-hmm. It's just you. It's the world you know, and you're used to it, and you don't question it. But I let me tell you, having watched this film never as a kid, and for the first time now, this thing is bonkers. <laughs> yeah, this is a fucking wild movie. Yeah. This is oh, something man. else. Oh, Anything else? No. Nothing else. <sighs> All right, we did it. Yeah, we did. Um, we did do it. Uh, uh, who, who did this to us? Andrew McGuire. Thank you so Andrew much, Andrew. Andrew McGuire. Uh, I never would have watched this film otherwise. Writing that name down. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, uh, folks. This was through our Patreon. Mm. Uh, if you want to, you can go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Mm. We have exclusive podcasts there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Woo. Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Woo. I think we have a producer tier open currently if people want to check that out. Yeah. I think. Yeah, dive on in there. We also watch movies with our patrons on, on Fridays. We do. Uh, uh, not, not, not. It's not going to be this one. This one, Yeah. <laughs> Um, we also have a store tpublic.com slash store slash gamefully unemployed we can get t-shirts masks mugs stickers posters all kinds of things including a couple of brand new t-shirts that you should check out because they're awesome mm-hmm. um, yeah that's Is, that's yeah. it <laughs> if, if you're Angela Lansbury listening uh, send me your info yeah my DMs are open yeah is she alive yes good that's good for me it's great news, yeah. It's good. It's good for my odds. <laughs> All right. <laughs>